Chapter 12. Pappy, an American stepmom, had nicknamed our house the Coral Castle because it's this huge two-story rectangle that takes up half the block. The roof has these things called crenellations, which American stepmom had informed me is the word for the spaces between the stones at the top of castle walls, where archers shoot arrows at invading enemies. That's cool, right? She'd asked. Back when we were house hunting over the summer, she'd tried to sell me on it harder than the real estate agent had, making it sound like our life here would be all kings and swords and dragons. This will be our castle, she'd told me as we stood staring at it from the sidewalk, her arm on my shoulder. Our coral castle, Pappy had added, coming up from behind to capture both of us in a gorilla octopus bear hug. Coral, yeah, right. The house was as pink as conjunctivitis. Weird, huge, ugly thing, that house. That kind of, I kind of liked it. Not because of any similarities to castles, because, hello, the thing looked more like the kind of nightmare fun house a serial killer would use as his secret hideout. I liked it because I like weird things. Weird is the opposite of boring. On the other hand, weird's also the opposite of home. The coral castle was interesting, but it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't family. But it was where the Vidon refrigerator lived, and that's all I cared about at the moment. I turned my key in the lock, pressed the thumb latch on the door handle. The second I did, my whole body slumped. I had to catch myself to keep from crumbling right there on the welcome mat. I forced my knees and spine to be solid again. Another rush of dizziness, but it wasn't low blood sugar this time. This felt like the same magnetic buzz I got when I relaxed. The back of my neck felt hot. My skin cringed. I could just back away call Pappy or American Stepmom, wait for help, but then I heard a woman's voice coming from behind the door. I knew that voice. It was singing in Spanish. I didn't think. I just ran inside. At about 7.30 p.m., I watched American Stepmom pull into the driveway in her tiny electric car, kneeling on the couch. I studied her through the living room window as the last of the day's light foamed above the horizon like bubbles in a glass of soda. The night Bugs sang with their whole bodies. American stepmom turned off her car. She had on the face of someone who had just spent 10 hours hurting hundreds of K-5 through students since, as an assistant principal, that's exactly what she'd done all day. She took off her huge glasses, rubbed her eyes, and looked at her reflection in the rearview mirror. She blew a curl off of her face. She had a big, she had big wild hair that Poppy said looked like the smoke trails fireworks leave behind, and said, whew. I couldn't hear her, but I heard, but I could read her lips. American stepmom's favorite word is "whew." It can mean a hundred different things, but here it meant the hard part's over. I'm home. American stepmom had just gotten the driver's side door cracked when open when Pappy pulled up next to her. Their cars looked like twins on the outside, two little eggs with with wheels and headlights, but on the inside they couldn't be more different. For instance, Pappy's car didn't have a steering wheel. He just got in, told the car's computer where he wanted to go, and the vehicle would take him there. He spent every morning commute with the seat reclined reading science papers that had more math in them than words. He spent the evening commute on his phone playing Pucha Lucha Libre 5, Pero Sarnoso edition, the latest and greatest version of the game. We played against each other online a lot, but I hadn't gone on today after school. I'd been too busy cooking. Only when Pappy's car braked in the driveway and turned off its headlights and engine did Pappy realize he had made it home. He looked up from his phone, blinking. He turned his head left and saw American Stepmom smiling at him from her car. 
They got out of their cars at the same time. American stepmom reached her, out her hand, and Pappy wordlessly took it in his until the spreading darkness until in the spreading darkness their hands blended together each of their fingers a current of dark water that swirled and intermingled with the others the diamond in american stepmom's engagement ring shone against their shadowy hands like a wishing star they walked up the short pathway to the front door with pappy's head on american stepmom's shoulders still attached to each other one of them unlocked the door it didn't matter which since tomorrow the other one would unlock it They had to separate to fight to fit through the doorway, but they really didn't want to. Each invited the other to go first. This took a while. They were having fun. Eventually, Pappy went first, and American stepmom wrapped her arms around his waist. Barely, he's barely he's black bear big, and they trained inside like a choo choo of love. Their love train screeched to a halt when they saw me standing in the middle of the living room, just standing there. Sal said, "Pappy, blinking. What is it?" American stepmom lifted her head off Pappy's back, nose twitching like a rabbit's. Do you smell yucca, Gustavo? And ropa vieja? He asked, answered. And plantains? And frijoles ne negros? They felt quiet. One of their phones buzzed, but neither of them reacted. Is she back, Sal? Asked American stepmom. I nodded. Pappy bit his fist. American stepmom, all business now, moved out from behind him and asked, Sal, what did you do? I replied all the way kids all over the world respond when their moms ask them that question. I shrugged. On cue, Mammy Martha came into the living room wearing a huge smile and one of American stepmom's aprons. She announced in Spanish, her arms open like a singer, that dinner was on the table. We needed to hurry up and go eat. But no, go wash your hands first, you pigs. But before you go anywhere, this was to Pappy, come give your beautiful wife a kiss or don't you love her anymore? You can see how this put Pappy in a difficult position. He looked from his wife to his other wife and finally, wildly, at me.